Welcome to Empower Your Marketing, a show dedicated to helping women rewrite the rules of what it means to be a female entrepreneur in today's digital world. Discover the strategies successful women entrepreneurs use to create, build, and scale their online empires. And go behind the scenes of profitable, purpose-driven brands to learn the secrets of standing out in the sea of online sameness. Now your host, Stephanie Jarosh. Hey everyone, and welcome to Empower Your Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Jarosh, and it is an absolute pleasure to be here today. So today we're talking metrics, and more importantly, we're going to be sharing the three key metrics you need to monitor on your website. Now, for early stage founders or startups, you probably have a pretty basic website, and this podcast is for you, really. Now, not that these metrics can't be used across um, any industry or any startup stage. In fact, it's probably some numbers you all need to know, but when you have a minimum viable website or an MVP website, these three metrics are the most important metrics that you should follow. So, As you know, I'm a big believer in the MVP website. So what is that exactly? Well, it's basically a one-page website that outlines what it is that you do, who it is you are, and what it is you sell. So an MVP website is basically a one-page or a landing page site, beautifully designed, easy to navigate, that's compelling. It attracts those early-stage adopters. It impresses investors. And it's really an opportunity for you to showcase kind of that big idea or concept that you're currently testing on the back end. But what exactly are you testing or measuring on the front end once that basic website goes live? A lot of founders leave their website and just kind of walk away from it once it's done. They say, well, if I build it, they will come. And unfortunately, that's not always the case. You know, for most early stage startups, you're busy testing your MVP, so your minimum viable product. You're spending time in research and development, and you're probably engaging in multiple conversations in order to raise capital. That doesn't leave much time for marketing. And if you're analyzing any sort of KPIs or you're setting some sort of numbers in which you want to measure or have a goal against, that becomes increasingly difficult if you've got many things to be playing with or dealing with in your startup. So I wanted to outline these three key metrics as a starting off point. If you know these numbers, they better help you pitch. It's uh, better for understanding how customers are interacting with the site. And it tells you a lot and gives you feedback for possibly the MVP or concept that you're sharing on the site. Now, most early stage founders do something very, very wrong, and that is not investing or spending enough time in the marketing side of their business from the very beginning. Now, I get it. Um, It's not really considered a fundamental aspect of a startup journey, especially in the bootstrapping and pre-seed stages, because, you know, listen, you don't have a lot of cash up front. So most people, when they hear marketing, they think a $30,000 web build or $10,000, $20,000. They think um, running social media ads or Google ads, right? So they think um, spending a lot of money to get a lot of return. Now, I'm not saying that that isn't a part of marketing, but it doesn't need to be the defining aspects of marketing in the early stages. 
So while you don't necessarily need to run ads or have large social spends, you can use your MVP website, that one pager, to test early adopter interest, um, check for product market fit, or test your messaging and brand identity. All of this comes really in handy uh, in hand when the next time you pitch. So for example, if you're pitching to a, a group of investors and they want to understand or get a, a gauge or interest on the types of customers that are coming to you or potential customers, you can use your MVP website as a testing ground for understanding the users or the potential customers that you might have um, eventually buying from you. So the three key metrics you must monitor on your website. The first is conversion rates. Sounds really sexy, I know, but trust me, they're very, very important. So whether it's a newsletter sign up, a buy now button, or a contact form asking the visitor to reach out to you, your conversion rates matter and they matter a lot. Conversion rates help you and your team understand just how interested a visitor is in your product or service, concept, or idea. When a potential customer enters their email or contacts the company or clicks through on a buy now button on the site, it shows that they are most likely or possibly invested in buying whatever it is you're selling. When reading the analytics of your site or page, which is, you know, either through a Google Analytics dashboard or maybe there's built-in analytics, such as the ones on Freebird or Squarespace, check to see how many clicks or form submissions you receive within a 30-day period. You're going to track those numbers over a course of time, and you're going to determine if your conversion rate is strong or needs improvement. Strong conversion rates mean, for example, let's say 100 people show up to the site and your primary call to action, your primary CTA is to sign up for the newsletter to receive product updates and information about the launch. And out of the 100 people that come to that site page in a month, 75 people sign up for the newsletter. That's amazing. Your conversion rate is phenomenal. Most landing pages, now this depends on industry, I'll say that, but a lot of landing pages can barely get 20% conversion. I will say, for example, on most of my landing pages for my opt-ins, I average between 60 to 70% conversion rate. Okay, so high conversion rate mean you're speaking to the right people, that or they really love the solution that you're offering, right? So the messaging is clear, the audience is clear, um, and there's a good product to market fit. So if they're not converting, if they're not signing up for the newsletter, if they're not clicking buttons, that tells you that something's not quite right, which leads us to the second key metric that you want to be tracking, which is bounce rates. So ask yourself, do visitors scroll down the page? Do they linger and read every word? If not, you've got a problem. So a bounce rate is basically how long a visitor stays on the page before closing the window or leaving. And this tells us a few different things. First, it tells us if the right person is visiting the page. If they don't find value in what you are offering, they leave. So the faster they leave, the sooner they realize that what you're offering isn't for them. Second, it tells us a lot about your messaging. Are we saying the right things at the right time? Is our message compelling? Are we using the right imagery? 
everything above the fold. So basically, when you land on a website, before you start to scroll, on that bottom edge, that's above the fold. So what's in your header image? Um, is there a tagline? Is there a call to action? Finally, the bounce rate tells us about product market fit. If the majority of visitors bounce after a few seconds, we've got major problems either related to our proposed solution or the market demand. Finally, the third key metric that we want to be looking at when we're um, reviewing our own website metrics is heat maps. So this is a slightly more advanced but yet very valuable metric to include as you test your messaging and product. A heat map is basically tracking user interactions on a site, usually through a downloadable software installed on the back end of the website. And it tracks a user's journey as they navigate your website. It's often underutilized by early stage startups, but a lot and a majority of the bigger businesses out there who employ big time agencies use heat maps regularly to understand their user journey. Every moment from scrolling to clicks, it measures their experience and offers feedback to the founder and the team to make improvements. So a heat map really allows you to find gaps or build strategy in the UX experience that engages and hopefully delights potential customers as they interact with your digital brand. Now listen, as, as a little reminder here, um, while heat maps are a great, great way to pivot or strengthen the user's experience on your site, you know, that it really helps to create a streamlined e-commerce experience, please don't attempt to use them as a standalone um, end-all option. Um, they're really great for being an add-on as you build out, design, and develop your site to better understand the user experience and, you know, create better experiences for the visitors to your site. But please don't assume that it's the only um, viable metric or feature that really builds your growth potential. Are you ready to build your minimum viable website yet? These are the th three key metrics that I have found that are most valuable when it comes to building out and testing and learning from your MVP website. At Brand Psyche, we take the guesswork out of building your MVP website. Our website in a week and done in a day packages provide you access to simple one and multi-page builds that look polished, professional, and ready to convert your ideal target market, impress investors, and acquire those early customers. When you join us for one of our packages, you'll gain access to our signature story course before the build, as well as brand foundation materials that take your brand concept and put it into action. In less than a week, your minimum viable website is ready for visitors. No more high-priced agencies pitching 30000 plus for your first stage website design. No more back and forth resulting in delays and scope creep. And no more embarrassment or confusion when an investor wants to see your homepage. Instead, You'll walk away working with us with a beautifully designed site that meets your minimum viable brand standards as your startup grows. Make sure you book a 20-minute discovery call. We're going to put that link in the show notes or simply learn more at brandpsyche.co backslash minimum dash viable dash website. Until next time, have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Like what you hear? Click subscribe and leave a review. Then join Stephanie each week as she takes on the many questions women have about building an online business.